Hold on to your butts. These are the Squashbuckler Diaries. You are listening to the Squash Buckler Diaries podcast, the podcast about Joy Shelley, the girl who lives in dreams. And right now in season one, she lives in her father's dreams. But how long is that going to last once she figures out there's a whole world of dreams out there? Okay, so we are we have passed episode 100 of season one, which covers uh, ages two to six and um, out of the breadth of her entire life. And things are beginning to fall together. Like, um, it is true that we jump, uh, we jump in time. Sometimes we cover age two, sometimes we cover age five and a half and so on. Uh, but now pieces uh, are falling together. So we have covered Mary's death. Mary's, uh, the nanny that takes care of her, an Irish stereotypical, stereotypical Irish, uh, nanny, which is what Justin dreamed about. And, we first met her when she died, when Joy was two and a half. And now, at episode 100 and something, we jumped back to before Mary died. And uh, Joy found, tried to get past her to, to, to get at the wheel. And now, we're jumping forward to a month after she died. Uh, continuing the last episode, actually, which happened months before. But we are talking about taking the wheel. They live on a flying pirate ship called Bunny's Revenge. And it's usually in the ocean, but it flies in the air, it flies in space, and you can breathe in space in Justin's dreams. And, and Joy, Joy, theoretically, she could take the wheel at any time. So Mary protected the wheel with her life. Not that successfully, and uh, it was a hard-fought battle, but, you know, she protected it. And now, jo- uh, now uh, Mary's dead, and it's been a month, and stuff happens. So let's check it out. Episode 102, Joy Without Mary, Taking the Wheel. Joy's age two and a half, told by the Red Dragon. Mary had been dead for 30 days when Dragon Little touched the wheel again. My dragon Lil had been spending the long hours in which her father was gone by lying on her back on the deck of Bunny's Revenge or just staring out at the ocean for hours. It was uncomfortable watching such a small and energetic cub behave like this after her nanny's death. Dragon Lil was only two and a half years old after all. This day she was staring at the ocean from the bow. She had seemingly completely forgotten her attempts to steer Bunny's Revenge. Dragon Lil yawned, another yawn. This was a sign she was ready to go to bed. Back slightly bent, she headed towards her cabin when she faltered and caught the wheel. The ship turned. Dragon Little stopped. Light returned to her eyes. She looked around as if there could be anyone there, but of course, she was alone in her universe, except for me in my hiding place. And I'm quite certain she thought I appear and disappear just like her father's dreams, and that therefore I'm not there except when Dragon Father calls me. 
Dragon Lil stood in front of the wheel, tiny legs rooted on the deck in a way that mimicked her father. Her head was just above the middle of the wheel. She held both sides of the wheel and looked around one last time. There was no one. She pushed the wheel forward and the ship began to move, sailing the ocean slowly. I perked up. This could be a disaster and she may need a rescue. Dranglil ran to the deck to see the ocean move. She quickly returned to the wheel. She turned right slightly. The ship turned with the wheel. She turned it a bit to the left. The ship straightened, then veered in that direction. She played with the wheel for a few minutes and then she pulled the wheel back just a smidgen. Bunny's revenge lurched and the bow was raised. The ship began to float upwards. Within a minute, it was sailing in the air. Ha-ha! Dragon Lil whooped and jumped in place. She could not contain herself and jumped for five more minutes before she returned to the wheel. She played around with it, floating just above the water and parallel to it, veering left and right, taking faster and faster turns. She increased speed, and then she turned the wheel too fast. The ship turned and it not stopped. It was now upside down. Before she understood what was happening, Dragon Lil's feet were off the ground. She caught the wheel just in time before falling into the water. She hung their legs towards the water, unable to move the wheel, looking at the ocean speed past. The mast's highest point was just above the water. Dragon Lil tried to swing sideways to force the wheel to turn back, but she could not do it. Her arms were no doubt getting tired. Drangolil looked down at the mast and the sail, now in front of her and below her. She swung herself back and forth, and then, just as she was moving forward, she let go of the wheel. She flew through the air and fell softly into the open sail. From there she rolled down to the top of the mast and caught it with both hands, which stopped her falling into the ocean and being left behind. She leaned back, sitting comfortably at the top of the sail, holding on to the mast, she looked up at the wheel, then down at the water and back again. She made a face and exhaled loudly. Clearly she knew there was nothing to do but wait for her father to appear and save the day. Told by the Red Dragon. Hashtags Joy, Justin, learning to drive. Let me just say this. Stick around for the next episode which comes, which, which, in which we see what happens when Justin reappears. I'm not going to say anything. It's worth it. Stick around. Listen to the next episode. And meanwhile, the credits. The Squashbuckler Diaries are written and read by me, Guy Hassan. All the tags mentioned in this story are searchable at the website. You can find all the stories there in written form and in fact 150 Squashbuckler Diaries more. The Squashbuckler Diaries is the diary of Joy Shelley, the girl who lives in dreams. She'll be called the Forgotten Girl by her father. She'll be a true heroine. She'll change the world. This project shows her entire life from birth to death. Check out the website at guyhasson.com. That's G-U-Y-H-A-S-S-O-N.com. I've been an author and playwright for more than 30 years, and this is the first time I've used the GuyHasson.com website, because The Girl in the Dream is my life project. If you have questions, if you want to comment, please do. You can comment at the website or email me at GuyHasson at gmail.com. That's G-U-Y-H-A-S-S-O-N, G-U-Y-H-A-S-S-O-N, at gmail.com. 
The theme music is called Brass Gentleman and is created by Thomas Howardek. My name is Guy Hasson and this is my life project. Come back tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow for more. Thank you.